0: techno filter. You might have seen on my Instagram stories more than once that I am just like not sleeping great these days. I am not sleeping great. Um, I'll sleep, but I'll either wake up for like an hour and a half in the middle of the night, or I just won't, I won't fall asleep for a while, or I wake up in the middle of the night for like a few hours. Um, yeah, it's been a thing. So I was reached out to by someone to do an interview with a sleep expert and I jumped at it. I already have my podcast set, you know, my episodes all set, interviews for the rest of the year, but I'm like, I have got to do this bonus episode. I've got to do it. Selfishly, I got to do it. Uh, But no, I know a lot of people have trouble sleeping. Sleep is a hot topic. And uh, so I was very excited to uh, have the opportunity to interview Terry Crawley. And Terry Crawley is of the Better Sleep Council. She's a registered nurse. She's a certified clinical sleep educator and a certified professional in healthcare quality specializing in sleep health and wellness so she's very knowledgeable and uh, she is an expert in the arena of sleep so I had Terry come on and we chatted all about sleep and why we're not sleeping and what we should be doing if we're not sleeping what we should not be doing if we're not sleeping what we can do during the day to help us sleep better at night and uh, lots more so let's get into it here is Terry Crawley on this next episode of hashtag no Welcome to hashtag no filter. Terry, how are you? I'm doing well, Julie. How are you today? I'm good. I'm so excited. I was just saying to Terry that, you know, I had my podcast kind of scheduled and set through the rest of the year. But when I got this email, I was like, this is a perfect topic. We are going to <laughs> squeeze in a bonus episode. So before yeah. we get into everything, can you give a little background on who you are, what you do? And then I have plenty of questions for you. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I am um, Terry Crawley. I am a registered nurse and somehow um, just quite by accident I fell into the field of sleep medicine a very long time ago and it's just been a fascinating specialty in the field of medicine. Um, I We really didn't spend much time on it in nursing school and of course Uh, where I train, there are a lot of physicians training. I mean, every kind of healthcare personnel, and we just really didn't give it much time or attention. So I um, want to, anyway, the more I learned about it, the more I thought I have to get the message out about how important sleep is. And that's what I'm doing. I love it. I love
0: it. So, okay. So I have said, (laughs) I put it on my Instagram stories a lot recently. I've I've been having trouble sleeping like just and I know it's okay. a very common thing but for someone who's never really had trouble sleeping like I really mm-hmm. up until more recently it's never been a problem I'm like mm-hmm. losing my mind so I guess mm-hmm. I want I mean there's so many things I I could start with but I guess first and I know there's not just one thing I know there's a million things why if someone is not sleeping well what are the main reasons they might not be sleeping well in your experience? Oh.
1: Sure. I I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it can run a gamut of reasons. There are so many things and and some things, just one, for instance, um, quite abruptly, about a year ago, my mattress just became incre- just incredibly uncomfortable. And it had been fine. And I think what surprised me was how abrupt it was. And then just, it was sort of overnight, you know, all of a sudden it was like, wow. Ugh. and I knew it was that. And, and I mean, it was, I went on a couple of nights of just miserable, mm. finally new mattress, new topper. and And I've been preaching, you know, the, about the importance of a sleep environment and sleep surface for ages. But anyway, that came on rather quickly. Um, some people, you know, different stressors in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it is, can definitely impact sleep. And I think after um, even a night or two of just having a little difficulty, then we get into this cycle of being a little stressed out and trying to sleep. So I tell everyone, don't try to sleep relax just relax and sleep will follow um and if it's been going on for a period Mm -hmm. of time i'd say you know if you're having problems for for a good while always always talk to your healthcare provider about Mm -hmm. sleep and don't try to you know handle it yourself or assume Mm -hmm. it's nothing it could be something could be an undiagnosed unmanaged sleep disorder Mm -hmm. um or it could be uh I mean, things like hormones, mm-hmm. uh, temperature fluctuations in the sleep mm-hmm. environment. I mean, I would really get back to kind of what what is square one, you know, kind of just pedal mm-hmm. backwards, sleep environment, look at your bed again, how in total darkness, You uh, the darker it is, the better. Um, I, so I, I can't,
0: I, sorry to cut you off, does that mean yeah, I can't fall asleep to the TV anymore? <laughs>
1: you're not. I put it on a timer. I, I hate to say can't do that and can do, you know no hard and fast rules. If it works for you, if, cause some people it's relaxing, right? And right. sometimes the TV is not as bad as holding your phone up to your face where the lights close. Right. If it's across the room, you've got it on a timer and that distraction helps you fall asleep. I won't tell on you. So <laughs> I mean, it, it's all these little things, but, but, you know, you just start with the basics and then work upward and, and then you know what's going on try writing a list at the end of your work day so w- literally I mean when I say write it I'm not saying type it I'm saying handwrite it right it's look at what you're worried about look at things you need to do look at all the things you've done um it can look more manageable on paper right so, just
0: getting it out getting it yes. onto paper and out of your mind could help. Even so There's just, a million different right. things, but I would definitely do some sleep tracking
1: and get okay. a good sense of it. You can take that data to your healthcare provider and go from there. If nothing you do in your home is, environment you can do anything. And then, of course, I mean, we've got to pay attention to stress.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's a real vicious cycle. The more stressed oh, yeah. you are, the harder it is to sleep and the less sleep you have, the harder and it is <laughs> it I mean, just, to manage your stress.
0: It doesn't so, stop.
1: <laughs> so I, you know sort of stopgap measures get out get some natural light and get some exercise even if it's a 10 minute walk in the day that will help you fall asleep and stay asleep at night
0: interesting so what are your thoughts on melatonin advil pm z all those sorts of things i I mean
1: you really shouldn't need those on especially on a regular basis. And obviously, um, you know, melatonin, talk to your physician about it. It's really helpful for a lot of things, um, mm-hmm. but it just depends, jet lag, things like that. But um, those things I would go over with, with your doctor right. and say, what do I need? And how long has this been going on? Because there's so many wonder- Well, I won't say so many, right. cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia it's fantastic. It's more effective than any medication. I mean, there are things to do before you resort to, to things like right. that. And, right. and, and what I worry about is that, that dependence, just even if it's, you know, not a real dependent, like you're right. just, I got to have that. I think if we can really find what works for us without those meds um, for me, You'll be happy to hear this. It's listening to a podcast because, oh. and, and, and I love your, your work by the way, but it's oh, so you. nice to have a distraction. You know, kids love bedtime stories. Well, so do grownups. I mean, sometimes, you know, listen to something it's distracting. It might help you relax and fall asleep, get your mind off. Right. You know, I'm the type that I can't sort of lie in bed and listen to my breathing and, right. and you know, do the quiet, meditative yeah. kind of stuff. I'm just, I'm a little too type A. So, right, <laughs> All right. Same. So there are a lot of things to do that I would, see. I would go start the natural way because a lot of the natural sort of approaches are very effective.
0: Right, and you know, and I know I've read about it, and again, I never really had to think about it for myself, because it didn't really affect me. But I would still like read articles where it's like, th- looking at your phone, like, don't look at your phone, what is it 30 minutes or an hour before bed, if, if you can. And then of course, there I am, like, scrolling everything up until the second I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, then the TV, and then I know there's um, uh, certain kind of lights, right? Like when you go, if you go to the bathroom in the middle of the mm-hmm. night, right? And you turn on the bathroom light, like, doesn't that wake you up? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. The the melatonin production. We don't want to fool with that. And we want to have,
1: I mean, even go back to sort of evening hours, whatever that's like for you, get lights dimmer and even getting ready for bed and teeth brushing and washing up those bright lights in the bathroom, have some mm-hmm. dim lighting alternatives throughout your home, bedroom, and bathroom,
0: right. and
1: that will not suppress the melatonin. And you know, when we talk about the electronics right before bedtime, um, they're close to your face, but not only is a light a problem, but so is the content. I mean, mm-hmm. think of our political climate, think of mm-hmm. all the, the stressful news you know, mm-hmm. uh, and world events. The content is also a problem. Mm-hmm. So. Think of it, and, and I don't want to be, again, no hard and fast, you know, right. these are the 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 rules because everyone has to pop on their phone at night and check something. I mean, it just happens, right. don't make a habit, but if you have to put on some amber glasses to help mm. block that blue light, um, but just don't, don't make it a habit and really focus on that bedtime ritual. So right. you've got things to do that you, that do not include reaching for your phone I tell you the difference between just reading a book at night
0: mm-hmm. and
1: getting it, it really helps with sleep quality. I feel so much more relaxed. Oh, yeah. You know, and and calm and serene. And then it's just that in and of itself is more conducive to falling asleep. Yeah. And if, and just like you said, if you get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, mm-hmm. don't even think about checking, <laughs> don't look I at know. the clock, but don't pick up your phone because then again, it's like, Oh, someone texted me. Someone emailed me. And before and
0: you know it, it's yeah, an hour later. later. Well, and so like, okay, so you wake up in the middle of the night, like last mm-hmm. night, I woke up at four in the four in the morning, which it was, I was, I considered it a win because I was only up for 30 minutes, but like the other yeah. night I was up for like three hours. Yeah. What do you do? Like, I I've been, I've heard, and I've been told, like, leave your room, like leave your bed and go do something else. Or what, like, mm-hmm. what do you do if you just are tossing and turning? Like, do you count sheep? Like you can't. I mean, what <laughs> works for you <laughs> to fall
1: asleep at night? Do that. I mean, I think the number one thing to remember is someone described this to me that your, I call it your sauce, your brain is in a different chemical bath during the middle of the night. Like all these things are going on. And when you wake up in the middle of the night, I mean, things, you get so stressed out so easily like, Oh God, I'm up. And I got to be somewhere tomorrow and do this tomorrow. And and this, you're so much more stressed out. So my first rule of thumb is I don't pay attention to my thought processes at 3 a.m. at 4 a.m. Because I know they're ridiculous, like right. jumping to, you know, just chaos, calamity, stress and I'm like, oh, my God. And I kind of have to stop and think, that's not my normal brain chemistry. That's not right. my normal thinking. I mean, calm, just stay calm. I'll fall asleep and pick up that book as long as it's not a a page turner and you can't put it down. Right. Just something to relax you. You know, even if flip through a magazine, something not, I always say not engaging nonfiction for bedtime reading, save the fiction for a rainy Sunday afternoon or something, but you know, just something that won't, you know, keep you awake, but will relax you and get your mind off the fact that you're up at 3am. And again, you know dim lighting if you choose to read or right and, and back to your point yeah if falling asleep or middle of the night you know get up um a sleep doctor that i knew well years ago he said he kept a jigsaw puzzle oh, ah. like it was on a little like card table or something yeah. close to his bedroom but he said it was a very monotonous you know really hard to put together but he said a few minutes on that and he in low light he'd just get bored and go, you know, yeah. Fall back so like,
0: sleep. don't, so when you're tossing and turning, don't think about tossing and turning. Don't force yourself to sleep. Just do something relaxing and calming and then the yeah. sleep should fall. Cause I think so often we probably try to fight it. Like I know I do, like I'm tossing yeah. and turning and then I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, I'll take another melatonin and it doesn't do anything. It's like a whole thing. And then my but, mind's crazy.
1: Yeah. Cause it gets, it's, it's like that in the middle of the night. So don't even trust it. You know, mm-hmm. I say, just say, I'm not going to fall for your, your crap i mean it right. just <laughs> I, <laughs> I know i'm not, I'm sort of in a different zone and it's relaxing and another thing to do right before you fall asleep three good things that happened you know keep a journal by your bed yeah and if you do if say something wakes you up at 3 a.m i mean it was either i mean a couple of famous authors have said it was a middle of the night awakening with a great idea mm-hmm. um musicians say the early morning you know Paul McCartney Mm -hmm. had the melody in his head, got got it written down. I always keep pen and paper by the bedside. Mm -hmm. And just write it down. Write it down. And maybe that's all you need at 3 a.m. is to say, oh, wow, I I need to do this tomorrow. I just remembered. Because our mind, I mean, it does so much why we're asleep. So write it down.
0: And then you say, okay, I've got that. I'm in control. I got it. Go back to sleep. Right. So is there... Any, like, are you a fan? I know you said you're not great with like meditation. I'm not either because I can't like quiet my mind, although I know <laughs> how beneficial can be. But what I have been doing recently is not every night, but I've been putting on like um like a Spotify playlist, like a deep, like it's called yes. deep sleep. I don't know where the Calm app has stuff. Like, do you, is there anything you love or use ever for that? Love it, love, yeah. it, love it, love it. And anything that also is white
1: noise or or sort yeah. of performs as white noise, pink noise. I mean, there are those Different uh, colors attributed to the different, I guess, frequencies or waves. Right. I, I'm not good right, at that. but right, but anything to drown out or mask, you know, uh, um, just crazy noises. Not the usual, you know, heater turning off and on. But right, the neighbor's car alarm or the dog barking two doors down. Whatever it is, I do like that constant hum of the ceiling fan mm-hmm. or a
0: white noise right. app you know, and things like that. It, it can be it's very relaxing. Like rain. I think rain hitting the window is the most relaxing it sound. Is. And so I, I put that on a Spotify playlist, just rain, yeah. thunderstorm. And it, it it's does, it, it is calming. It's just sometimes in those, the middle of the night, it's like the worst thing because, and the worst part is when you're so tired, but you mm-hmm. can't sleep. It's one thing. You're not tired and you're just up when you're tired and you want to sleep and you can't, but you're mm-hmm. saying, don't fight it. Don't try. Just don't try to sleep. Number one rule: just relax. Sleep will
1: follow, and kind of just trust that that will happen. Um, Right. And and and, you know what whatever it is, how you spend that time is just we just don't want you
0: to get stressed out. And that's well, because stress, I know, and I know that's why probably I don't sleep sometimes because these things are on my mind. But you're saying at night is not the time to be thinking about. Like your mind is not in the state to process all that. And if you write that
1: list down right. at the end of your workday, um, you're more likely not to have the racing mind at bedtime when you're falling asleep, you know, right, right when you're
0: getting ready to fall asleep, nor will it creep back up at three or four a.m. right or got that list. Right. And help. so- in terms of caffeine, I'm not a big coffee drinker. And when I do, it's like a latte, it's decaf, but I drink Diet Coke. I have like one, maybe two a day and there's caffeine. And it usually doesn't affect me, but I imagine you're going to say like, this isn't rocket science. I know you shouldn't have caffeine <laughs> in the afternoon, right? Like you probably tell people don't have coffee after what, noon? Yeah. Like uh,
1: lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it obviously depends on what you're doing and if you're dry, I mean, all these other right. things that are into it, but just rule of thumb, it does stay in your system. And this is something, and it's so common and it's common, um, you know, where people say, I, I I drink coffee after dinner, but it doesn't affect me. Right. Two sentences later, they say they can't fall asleep <laughs> or they're waking up in the middle of the night. So,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, just experiment with cutting it back. I mean, it doesn't have to be, oh, my God, I had a cup, you know, I usually have it at 4 p.m. Now, today, I won't have it after 10 a.m. I mean, just gradually.
0: Or have decaf, like if you like the taste, yeah. right? Just have yeah. decaf. Find a
1: good substitute, but just kind of work your way backwards. And see, I think once you, we lose our point of reference um, to what it's like to feel well rested. We do. And then we also sort of, is this, we think things aren't affecting us and they are like when I put up my blackout curtains, you know, I was guilty of listening to sleep colleagues of mine and sleep medicine saying, you know the darker the room the better and you know you're kind of like well mine's not bothering me too right, much right. you know everyone has that mentality of we'll just,
0: course So,
1: but I remember that the first night I slept with blackout curtains I mean it was like night and day right. to, to, and, and people and again it's like just just give it a whirl and right. see if it does not Just make try. a
0: try, right, right. Cut
1: it back on that caffeine. And even a, um, a nightcap, we have to be very careful with the timing of our adult beverages too. Yeah, I drink
0: a lot of wine. Is that affecting me? It depends, <laughs> But I've been, it, I drink wine for a while. Yeah, like that's not a new yeah, thing for me. Right, but it depends when you drink it. Right. So
1: if you're drinking it really close to bedtime, that's what the kicker is. It metabolizes. And usually when that, it's going on that it, when it metabolizes it does wake you up and it fragments your sleep and it really leads to restless sleep so right. moving it back helps um i always do the wine water and if i want two glasses of wine if i have company or if i'm do, you know right. socially and i'm here I, I break it up with some water that can mm-hmm. help the hydration is really important the hydration morning.
0: So like if I have wine, because sometimes I'll drink wine and I'm tired after two glasses, but it's not, a it's it won't be a, it'll be a restless sleep. Like it yeah. might make me fall asleep, but then I'm going to be sometimes, it, or my heart will race more maybe in the middle of the night or whatever yeah. it is. So you know, and the other day, I think I put it on my Instagram, I was like, why am I not sleeping or something? And then someone like, I always talk about Diet Coke, really, like, because you're Diet Coke. And I'm like, no, it doesn't affect me. And like you said, <laughs> well, maybe that night I had Diet Coke at 7pm when I normally don't. And so now exactly. I'm like, if I need a Diet Coke, which is not good for me anyway, I'll try to do caffeine free if it's in the afternoon, you know, just sure. to right, right. So, so like if someone is just I mean separate from like if there's a serious insomnia issue and they you know should go see their medical professional or provider I understand that but like someone who you know is not going to a good you know healthy average person and just not sleeping great the main main takeaways if they take away nothing else from this episode would be don't fight it right like don't force right. it mm-hmm. um I want to make sure I remember for my own self um Try to cut a, a phone and and TV away, or if the TV's on, just like have a timer on. Media curfew is the best.
1: I mean, okay. to keep electronics out of your room is the best thing. But if if that if the idea, and I've met people, the idea of not having that background noise mm-hmm. is just it, you know it just freaks them out so much they're not going to fall asleep. So it, it's pointless to to say you have to have it out of the bedroom. Right. So yeah, with that modification. Um, sleep environment, give it a once over during the day. Um, how old is your mattress? What kind of bedding do you have? What are you sleeping in? What kind of textile, what kind of clothes, temperature things? Think about that. Where is your dog or cat sleeping? Look at that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, major, major, I almost say, would say Julie is to get some exercise during the day. And this is Mm -hmm. where a lot of people fall short because, um, We've got this thing where if we're not up at 5 30 to hit the gym, mm-hmm. too many people, women my age especially, are guilty of just giving up, you know, mm-hmm. or of, or your younger moms that have kids, you know, I can't mm-hmm. get up and be at the gym at 5 30. And that's sort of how we have drilled it in. And then for years, the old wives' tale, that's, <laughs> there's probably a better yeah. word for that, is you don't exercise in the evening, it'll ruin your sleep. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, you'll see me at the gym at eight o'clock at at night. Oh yeah, I'm sure that. And then if you take a shower, it
0: probably gets you tired.
1: Well, I mean it kind of revs you up, you know, for a little bit and but it's not there there have been some good studies saying it does not ruin your sleep. So don't don't just dismiss exercise because of the timing. Find that sweet spot. And really, I mean, you know, be flexible, find things, but we love, we are creatures, most of us of habit and mm-hmm. we love our rituals and, you know, but if you can find that is if it's an after dinner walk and that's right. all it is. And if it's only 10 minutes, if it's only 15, just do it because I'm going to tell you what happens. That 10 minute walk is going to help you sleep better that mm-hmm. night. Likely, as long as you're not fighting, this is all the caveat of you don't have a sleep disorder that needs attention. You're going to sleep a little bit better. So the next day you're going to have more energy and probably want to keep walking. You feel good. You feel better. 20 minute walk. You're going to sleep a little better that night. Next day you wake up and say, I'm also going to jump rope for 10 minutes before I start my walk. And it's such a wonderful increase. Right. But I, I... I will say, start it all with sleep. Like Mm -hmm. if you're just too exhausted to think of any exercise, make sure don't, you know, make sure you're getting seven to nine hours a night, but, and don't trade waking hours. Don't trade your sleep hours for more waking hours. If you have more to do, you're going to get more done, do it better if you get your seven and nine, like hours don't
0: like don't tonight. do five hours one night because you have so much to do the next day. Still, make sure to get a minimum of seven so get
1: hours. your sleep and then gradually work in that exercise when and where you can. And you're going to find it. So here's the, where the magic occurs. There's, right. The next piece of this magic uh triangle is you're going to have a healthier appetite. You won't have cravings. Excuse me. Bless you. You will Thank you. maintain a healthy weight, which begets better sleep, which gets more activity. And, and, you know, I I see people fighting the exercise and and diet thing constantly for years with no results. And then I say, so tell me how you're sleeping. And it's always, if if it's, if it's on my Facebook, it's always LOL. Who has time for that? Right. 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 We have, if we have a bad attitude about it, we, it's, so many people don't look at sleep as this incredible free it's, of charge well, and performance enhancement.
0: It's amazing. It's, ima- it's amazing. And and to your point about working out, like of course, working out's important in general, but like you're saying literally just get out for 10 minutes and go on a walk. And that could That's help a, you. Like no. that could help your sleep in an in an incredible way. It
1: it does because you're gonna see this gradual change. In, in the morning, I get out in the on the front porch where there's natural, there's sunlight kind yeah. of on the porch drink one cup of coffee, that light in the morning helps too. It, see, it's it's weird. There are a lot of things we can do during the day that are huge contributors to sleep quality at night.
0: Right, So early right.
1: morning light, but I'm just saying if it's bad, you're, you know, really having trouble,
0: just, just get out, do some walking. Well, and then in terms yeah. of, you said seven to nine hours. So is that like, I mean, I know that's what you read everywhere. Like eight hours of sleep is perfect, but um, does that mean if you were to be able to get, God willing, more, you know, 10 or 11 hours one night, that actually might make you more tired the next day? Is that true? No, yeah, I mean,
1: usually there's a sleep debt that's been accrued. And so right. there have been some studies where, you know, they take people that there's one study in the nineties. I think it was a group of young um, men that slept like seven hours a night. They averaged yeah. seven hours. And they made them stay in a, I guess it was a dark environment. I, I'm not remembering all of it, but what happened is they ended up oversleeping for three weeks to sleep off a, wow. a fairly nominal sleep debt. So I mean, so yeah, yeah, I mean, about eight hours is probably the it's, sweet it's spot I... for most people, but even a little bit, and it, it's cumulative. So right. You know, and this, this is where we, this is a good point to bring up during the week. A lot of people undersleep during the week, yep. you know, only to say, well, I'll undo, you know, I'll sleep a lot on the weekend. And that really right. screws with your sleep wake.
0: you know, that's schedule. why you're supposed to wake up at the same time every day. Right. Is that a thing? You got it. Good job. Right. Yeah. So even so, okay. So what do you think about naps? Like, let's say, you know, naps are, are great. Okay, go Yeah.
1: And and also, yeah, if you need some extra sleep on the weekend, do it. I mean, it's preferable to go to bed earlier, like you just said, than to right. sleep later. But but there have been some studies. Here's where the, the tricky part is. Some studies have shown that when you undersleep during the week, you're really doing um some d- disfavors to your metabolic system. Mm-hmm. And okay, so you're gonna get some extra sleep on the weekend, but they're worried. The researchers are worried. You can't undo the damage done Mm -hmm. during the week to your body. Right. So, so that's why, you know, we're all going to run into things where we're not getting, you know, we, we've, we've got a sleep debt. Travel kills me those early morning flights. So that's where I say, take a nap or go to bed earlier, you know, use your head, but try to, try to keep it consistent and, and don't accrue a big debt because and this is another thing that people say. Well, I, I'm used to not getting plenty of sleep. Right. I've, I've acclimated to it, so I'm fine. Well, is no, that you're not no. <laughs> I mean, no. you may not feel. You may stop feeling sleepy because right. a lot of people equate feeling sleepy with sleep deprivation. Yeah. But they don't equate screaming at their spouse. They don't equate, uh, you know, equate hating their job. They right. don't. Equate, you know, there's all these things that affect every single aspect of our functioning, that the average person that's not a clinician in sleep medicine does not um, attribute to sleep deprivation. We just look at it, the lay person looks at it, well, I don't feel sleepy anymore. But, you know, two sentences later, they're telling me about health problems, they're fighting, you know, they've been dieting for years with no success. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, my high blood pressure, I mean, it's on and on relationship problems, fertility problems. Yeah. Um, certain cancers are, are, yeah,
0: no sleep sleep. is so important. So, and I I feel like the majority of people, friends I would ask are like, Oh, I probably get like five hours a night. Like most people probably don't sleep great (laughs) or they, they don't know they're not sleeping great. So, to so in terms of naps just going back to that before we wrap up because I do like my naps so is it true you know what you read whatever that 30 minutes is optimal 45 should it be an hour no more than an hour like in terms of a nap to not affect your sleep later and make you more groggy I mean a 30 minute nap is
1: is really a good good thing um yeah and it, it it definitely can help repay some sleep debt you can I think it's I'd rather take a, a quick nap in the afternoon than have a cup of coffee. That cup of coffee is gonna keep me up. And as long as the nap's not incredibly long, I just think it's a it's a great alternative. And even shorter than that can help people. You know, even if you don't have 30 minutes, right. Short, like 10, 15 minutes, really I mean, super
0: short ones can
1: can help too.
0: And then you should still be able to sleep at night if you're not napping for two hours, of course, and it's and whatnot. Right. Wow. Okay. yeah, This was so much good information. (laughs) I feel (laughs) like it's a lot of information that like, you know, you read like sleep. I feel like is one of the hottest topics, sleep and stress, sleep and stress. Like it's in every, you know, you read all these things, but there's at the end of the day, it's like, should it's not that. I mean, I know there's a lot like things you've studied, but it's not (laughs) that complicated in terms of just the average person. Like sleep is important. Like turn off your, your TV. If you know, like there are things you can do and we just don't do it. Exactly. But here's where, here's my biggest challenge. In Mm -hmm. my
1: career, because, you know, you can find good sleep habits everywhere, sleep strategies all over. But the problem is, Julie, people don't respect sleep. Right. They don't. They think, you know, they it doesn't affect them. You know, sleep deprivation doesn't affect them as other people. We equate needing sleep. We don't see it as a biological need. We look at, at it as a character flaw, mm-hmm. lack of ambition, lack of mm-hmm. motivation, mm-hmm. not a go-getter. I mean, if if I could just change people's attitude about mm-hmm. sleep and and have people look at it as this marvelous, wonderful thing uh-huh. that they should make time for, I mean, and, and convince them that the quality of their waking hours will be I'm just far, far better right. if they get sleep rather than fight it, um, then, then I could retire. But until right. then,
0: just- <laughs> well, you're literally, you're literally not asking for much. You're like asking I'm- people to sleep. <laughs> you're- yeah. It's a biological need. I mean, would you go and brag
1: that you don't drink water all day? No. I can go two days without drinking water. No. We would think you were an idiot.
0: It's almost like people wear it as like a badge of like, like oh, sure when be. people say they're busy, I'm so busy. It's this like, it's like you won or something. It's I mean, you, there are books written on these, you know, multi-billionaire yeah. um, entrepreneurs that wake up at 4 a.m. every day to start their day. That sounds like hell to me. Like, I I, no, you'd but that, would. but you hear that. So of course there's that where I'm sure people are hearing, well, if I wake up at, if I go to bed at 11, but I went up by four or five in the morning, I get my, I mean, that's on terrible, right? Yeah. So Let, could, and less, important.
1: yeah, less than 1% of the population has that genetic variant that they're truly short sleepers, but it's just, I had a woman in the front row of one of my seminars. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just hated me. She just raised her head and oh. said, she said, that's just so unrealistic. Seven to nine hours, and she goes, "It. Who has time? Who has time?" And and right. see, I mean, she she was expressing, I think, a very common frustration. Like yeah. Terry, you're up there giving this tall order of, you know, change your life by spending seven to nine hours in in bed, and she was like, "Not me." And then she says, "And my teenager, he's not going to get." Teenagers need nine hours. Um, she, he's not okay. going to get nine hours a night because I want him to go to a good college or university. So oh. he's going to stay up and study. And I'm like pulling my hair. You're probably freaking out. <laughs> I said, he's going to learn faster, work hard, better, yeah, think more clearly, problem solve. I mean, all of these things will be improved if he's well rested rather yeah. than the other way around. Yeah. So,
0: it, it's, it's a whole it's, lot of, um, wow. No, it's so interesting. Well, I'm sure people will want to learn more, hear more. So t- let everyone know where they can follow you, um, social media website and how to find you.
1: Sure. Instagram, Terry Crawley, um, Twitter power of sleep. Um, and I've got a lot of stuff at the better sleep council website, which is better org. A lot of, a lot of sleep all- tips and
0: strategies. I'll link to all this also in the notes so they have. It. Sounds well, good. Thank you so, so much. This was, I, now I'm like, okay, now I got to take inventory of my sleep. I'm like, I feel like I have, I have yeah. things to do today, <laughs> but no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Sure. Sure. Okay. It was
0: a pleasure. And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Terry. Uh, She's wonderful and very knowledgeable on all things sleep, as you can tell. Definitely follow her. Check out the website. Check out all the information, uh, especially if you're having trouble sleeping. (laughs) You can always follow me on all social media channels at ByJulieLauren. If you haven't subscribed to Hashtag No Filter yet, please do so anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, thank you so, so much for listening. It means more to me than you could possibly ever know. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.